Jason Drew and the whole X-Crew out here at the Idaho Center for the Rockstar Mayhem Festival. And on the other side of this microphone is the headliner himself, Mr. Rob Zombie. Rob, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join us. We appreciate it, man. Man, you got... Uh, I, I, there we go. Now it's turned on. Take two. I guess right off the top, man, um, with so many projects you got going on with your movies, you know, you got your uh, big production regarding your haunted house coming up, and then, you know, of course, the new album, and now you're on tour. What Do you need, like, a like a Rolodex or something to keep track of everything that you're doing? Or, or how do you manage to devote the time to each of these projects that you feel is worth the time that's needed for those? Uh, yeah, well... It's tricky. I mean, I'm not going to lie. What I usually do is I, I work on all of them simultaneously a little at a time. And sometimes it feels overwhelming, like this is never going to happen. And then somehow, you know, somehow it always happens. Like right now, I'm out here on tour. I'm doing this. The tour is locked in. You know, I don't have to worry about that anymore. But while this is going on, I'm prepping the Halloween event, which runs for two weeks, which luckily, you know, like John Reese, who's runs Mayhem, is doing that with me too, so we can discuss that every day. And setting up financing and beginning casting for the next film, I mean, it's just, it's just nonstop, you know, just all day is spent doing something. So can you elaborate a little bit on your uh, your Haunted House production that you have coming up in California? I, I know uh, it seems like there's a lot involved in that. Yeah, it's, it's a big, it's pretty big. What it is is it runs for two weeks, and every night, well, first there's three haunted houses, like these huge things built in a place, not quite as big as this, but, you know, almost as big. And... Each one is based on a different one of my movies. One's on El Super Bisto, and you walk through the giant pair of legs through, well, you'll see when you get there. And that one's in 3D, and it's, you know, it's, like, dirty and crazy. And then the next one becomes uh, this sort of murder ride, this history of, like, serial killers thing you go through based on corpses and rejects. And then there's a a new sort of Lords of Salem one that it's this blackout event where you have to go through the whole thing with a black hood over your head. Wow. I don't quite understand it. The guy who's building it promises it's going to be amazing and people love it. But um, and then with that, you know, we have stuff like wrestling, you know, you know, Lucha Libre wrestling. And every night we have different bands playing. One night will be old school punk bands like the Dickies and TSOL and the Vandals. One night I'm playing with Eagles of Death Metal. Like it's different every night, but it's all for the same price in one giant event. So it's it's pretty awesome. This this might be kind of a ridiculous question, uh, knowing your uh, your background and the type of movies that you do. But what, what was the inspiration? Was just something another catalyst in in what you enjoy doing, as far as putting something together like that? Well, I did it. I always wanted to do my own event, but going back as far as about 1999, I had building been building haunted houses for Universal Studios, so they would do them at on the at the theme park. I did it back then. I did one. Was it last year? Not last, two years ago, and like five years. Like I would be doing it there, and I thought, well, I want to expand this rather than just doing the one thing for them. And turn it into my whole my own thing. So we're doing the one event in California this year, like I said, for two weeks, and then the hope is to expand it all around the country. So it'll be happening in all different markets. Do you think the, so? Do you think that's something that would be more of a touring production, or is it something that you think you could just create? Like pick we would just five, create six multiple cities? ones, and they would be you know two weeks here, two but all at the same time. So two weeks in Dallas, two weeks in L.A., two weeks in Chicago. What I don't know. Gotcha. Wherever. Understand. Understand. When it comes to juggling all of these projects and everything you have going on, what's what's the most obnoxious part? Is it the exhaustion of, of running so many things? Is it, uh, uh, you know, something like the finances or anything like that? What's the biggest uh, uh, speed bump in these projects that you uh, seem to be coming across? I mean, really the biggest speed bump or the biggest thing that drives me crazy is the pace at which everybody else wants to work. Right. Because I'll be up early shooting off emails at 5 a.m. going, come on, come on, come on, waiting for people. I know, crap, they're going to roll out of bed for eight more hours. <laughs> it's not quite 2 p.m. Know. yet. Yeah. And, you know, I work, I'll, I'll, I don't know. I never sleep. It's weird. I'll get up at 5 a.m., be up all day doing stuff, do the show tonight, 
come off stage, it'll still be the middle of the night. I'm still not tired. I'll crash out for like two hours and I'm up and ready to go again. So that's the biggest problem is like waiting for the pace of everyone else. Waiting for everyone else to catch up. me crazy. <laughs> well, as far as the, the Mayhem Fest, of course, you're the headliner tonight. Uh, what, uh, without giving it away, uh, what, uh, what can the people expect that might be coming to the show tonight? That's, gonna, that's a good question. I don't know what they can expect because right now we're in hell because everything I brought on this tour is too big for that stage. So we literally can't figure out how to get it on stage. I've been, I was staying out in the sun with the crew and was like, we're like half the show is going to be in the truck because we literally, the stage is too small. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, there'll be a lot of video. There'll be a lot of pyro. There'll be tons of stuff. But right now it's because uh, I, I built some crazy stuff. That's huge, and I didn't, you know. See, I've seen I've seen the pictures of the first couple of dates. So yeah, so, so and, and said. a lot of stuff. We only let people shoot the first three songs because having photographers gets annoying. And some of the biggest stuff is later in the show, so no one's even seen it unless they've seen it live. And just trying to get that stuff out of the truck right now, and it ain't working. Yeah, the stage is just not. I'm built for this show. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the, again, I don't want to give too much away, but the set list, I, I, I like the set list. It seems like you incorporate uh, five, six songs off the new album. Uh, you touch on some White Zombie stuff. Yeah, the set list is all over the place. We keep changing it. We're changing it again tonight because um, we haven't felt that it's perfect yet. Like, like, we'll go through chunks like, oh, it's all good up to here. Then this was weird. Then that's so. Once we get it in the flow, we'll never change it. But there's like three new songs, three or four new, not too many. And then there's a couple old white zombies. So, I mean, it's, it's sort of a little bit of everything, you know, because that's one thing I've noticed with the crowds, you know. There's the old farts, just want to hear white zombie, but then I right. look and then there'll be kids that are like, so that were born the when stuff. the new record came right. out. My know? age. Yeah. <laughs> the, kids, uh, kids that make you look old, you know. The, like, well, let's get seven. <laughs> What's he singing along to? The uh, new album. Because uh, the old fans are going to die sooner, so you got to keep the new fans happy. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true, too. <laughs> um, the new album, Venomous Rat, uh, Regenerate. Regener- I knew I was going to screw that up. Regeneration Regeneration Vendor. Regeneration uh, point being, is quite a mouthful. Uh, is that some horror reference, or where, where did the title of that album come from, or how, how do you put something it's like that? It's not a reference to anything except itself. Um, I don't know. I don't know where it came. I mean, I was just coming up with record titles one day. I wrote that at some point, like, wrote it down. I don't remember thinking of it, but it was in my notes. And then when we finished the record, it just, that's what it sounded like to me. That was the title. So that's why I'm going to branch off onto this um, one track. Um, it's called, uh, where did it go? The Day, okay. The Ging. Ging, gang, gong, yeah. <laughs> We're going to play that tonight. That's fun. That That's become like the weird popular song for everybody. And everybody was like, you're never going to get a crowd to chant that. And I'm like, Watch now it. I'm, yeah, now it's the challenge, so I have to. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's, I don't it's know a, where that came from. It kind of reminds me of one of those things. I remember uh, Sting from the police when they, he did uh, do, 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 da, da, It's da. like, oobla, di, oobla, da, man. That too, <laughs> into which uh, Sting came out and said, well, I did that to, to make uh, radio disc jockeys sound stupid when they're trying to pronounce it on I the just, radio. you know, why does everything have to make sense? <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, the to, to get back on uh, the movie thing and uh, some of the projects that you have coming out, and I've been really kind of curious about this as far as uh, your interest in the uh, Philadelphia Flyers and doing a movie with them. Yeah, I'm working on that right now. Well, that's in, that's the movie that's in the financing okay. stages because that's a, a much more elaborate film than the last bunch I've made. So just, you know, t- more money, more problems. Is it? going to be, I mean, again, based based on um, your history of the horror movies and stuff that you've done, 
I'm trying to like wrap my head around it. Is is it going to have this Rob Zombie? No, it has nothing to do with it. It's 100% based on the true story of the Philadelphia Flyers in 1974 winning the Stanley Cup, which, for people that aren't hockey or Flyers fans, sounds incredibly boring. But the part that's interesting is that, uh, in a nutshell, without boring everybody, is that the Flyers were a new team. They'd only been around six years at that point, and the management said, well, screw getting crushed by everybody. Just I don't care if we have the best players or the fastest players. Just get me the toughest players. And that was their goal. They just put together a team that other teams were literally afraid to play. And they'd come up down with a Philly flu. Right. Suddenly players, certain players would get sick when it was time to go to Philadelphia. And they won the Stanley Cup twice by just, I mean, the rule book in hockey went from like this to like the phone book because these, these guys... They used to get it pulled off the ice by the police and taken to jail. I mean, the, it was so violent and so insane that, that sounds it's fun. like that movie Slapshot, except real. Right. right. And, you know, and it's not ridiculous. And I know that the the Flyers management hate that movie because they feel like someone stole their story and made fun of it. But well, and now that you're branching out, you know, not necessarily doing the horror movies, now switching into something a little bit uh, on a different gear. Is there any other maybe like multimedia that you're looking at? Like I don't know, like a, a video game or a podcast or something that, that is so different from the norm that fans could be looking out for, perhaps. Well, I mean, I've gone down the video game route several times, and it always seems like it's impossible to get those right. made just because the lag time on right. making them is like, well, we need an idea that we know is going to be popular in five years when this game finally hits. That's why it's always more like tied into pre-existing things so that's never seemed to work out but uh really the only thing and i i say it as a joke and i'm not working on it in any way shape or form yet but i still think my first movie house of a thousand corpses could be turned into a broadway musical <laughs> and i hate broadway musicals right. don't get me wrong i hate broadway music maybe that's why because once and i always go to things and i think oh maybe the adam family that'll be fun i go god this music wants me it's horrible then i go see spider-man i go Okay, the guy's swinging over my head, but the rest of it is, like, painful to sit through. Right, right. So I'm like, maybe you could make a cool musical that wouldn't make people want to rip their eyes out of their heads. I mean, I would pay top dollar to see a Rob Zombie musical. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like, and that's the way it's going. I mean, if you look at Broadway, it's there's, like, John Waters, there's Monty Python. I mean, you know, nobody wants Oklahoma and Annie Get Your Gun right. anymore, I don't think. I mean, Book of Mormon. So, I mean, there's a, there's a market yeah, for the it. Book of Mormon, Mormon was actually good. good. Right. Yeah. That's a little a too one. long for my taste, but it was good. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> so once you wrap up the, the, the Mayhem Festival, are you looking to extend, are you, to do something on your own music-wise, or are you going to start focusing your attention again on your movies and your No, home? we have a lot of touring. I mean, after the Mayhem, we go to South America, and then around that, then we come back, and then it'll be the Halloween thing happening, and I'm not sure after that. I mean, a lot of our shows will be outside the country for a while, so it's now a, you know, it's a big world. It takes a long time to get around. Well, we're definitely we're definitely looking forward to your show. Uh, I got one more quick question because uh, I was talking to some of the radio guys, and and uh, one of the songs that you do on the new album is a cover of Grand Funk's "We're an American yeah, Band." Yeah, yeah. What, uh, what what was the spark that went off where you're like, "Hey, I think I want to do this song"? Or is we just want, we, I never do covers. Yeah. And I think I never do covers because you know most musicians or guys in bands started in cover bands, and they my first and only band ever was White Zombie. Started yeah. originals, never played covers ever. Um, so I never had that background. But then I thought, ah, it'd be fun. Let's do a cover. But let's do an off. Like, let's do a song everybody knows. Yeah. Let's not do a cover that nobody knows. I'm like, screw it. We could just write an original song if we're going to waste time doing that. And, uh, you know, we're an American band. The lyrics are so funny. Coming to your town to help you party it down. I yeah. just couldn't resist. It's pretty, I could not resist. It's kind of, yeah. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> well, again, Rob, man, we appreciate your time to, to drop by and uh, at least yes, chat we're with here us here to a little help bit. you party it down. It's going to happen. I'm excited. The party's going to happen whether you want it to or not. Oh, so yeah. just 
It's coming don't, hard. Don't it's coming fight fast. it, man. Don't you're, fight it. You're an American band. Take the top off and get nuts. <laughs> Showtime. You're going to take the stage at about uh, 920. Is that still a go time for you? Yeah, Or do you know? I guess depending on when you you can corral your stage equipment no, or whatever. No, exactly. We're very punctual. We say 920, we mean 920. 920 at it. The sooner the better. That crowd's going to be dropping dead standing in the heat all day long. Very That's true. Want to get fresh. Sp- speaking of, man, how's that How's that heat treating you, man? Oh, I try to avoid you it as right? much as possible. It sucks. I hate it. Yeah. I'm not a warm weather guy. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too, man. All right, again, uh, Rob Zombie tonight. You're, he's your headliner for uh, the Rockstar Mayhem Festival. And uh, as always, man, such a pleasure to talk to you and big thanks. fan of the movies. And thanks, man. Thank you. Of the music as well. So, uh, right on. Yeah. Again, thanks. For 100.3 The X Rocks, with Jason Drew broadcasting live from the Idaho Center for the Rockstar Mayhem Festival.